0: Welcome to ShoeCast, Shoe's very own podcast. This series of ShoeCast will explore everything from trends in the digital world to advise on how we can play to your strengths and overcome personal and work challenges. We're featuring some amazing industry guests who will also be sharing their experiences within their field. Alongside me, I'm Rachel, the Chief Operations Officer at Shoe, and there will be Chris, our Chief Vision Officer, and also our guest hosts from the Shoe Academy. And these include Annie, Katie, and Sabrina. We hope you enjoy our series this autumn. Thank you.
1: Thank you for joining us today, Emma. So today for those We'll probably get rid of the first 30 seconds. So today I'm joined by Emma Harvey from Candid HR and Candid Recruit, the founder of both respected businesses for over roughly four years for HR. And if correct me if me am wrong, the, the, the recruit is more recent. Um, Emma joins us from a 20-year-plus experience working in blue-chip companies, some real big boys, um, and brings a wealth of the HR experience to the SME market and the SME world. Um, I think I met Emma a couple of years ago. I think it was Connecticut Yorkshire. Yep. I think, I think, I can't really remember. Um, it was a couple of years ago through Connect Yorkshire and we've, we've kind of got on well since and explored some ideas around how we actually attract and engage and and actually keep staff happy and keep them employed and with you as a business. Um, so today we're going to talk about EVP, what it actually means, break down the acronym and just have a really good talk and conversation about some tips and ideas around that topic. Yeah. So, yeah, so start with e- what the hell is EVP for those people that are <laughs> uh, thinking, you know, another acronym, what, what is EVP?
0: Well, it's a really good question. So, we call it the employee value proposition, or in other words, what makes your company stand out to an employee that would want to make them come work with you and want to stay with you? And I think that is it in a nutshell.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically, yeah, I couldn't put it any better. It's, it's how, what's in it for me. I think we, we've all heard of or been through that great resignation people have you know left jobs in the droves over recent years through the pandemic and and, and post pandemic and it's become i think when if i remember rightly you did the talk at connect yorkshire about evp and one of your points was it's an employee's market i.e they've got the power they can choose the jobs salaries have never been higher you know I know is that fair still
0: yeah i think it is i think like you said it's a perfect storm really um the pandemic people have re-evaluated what they want from life and they want to do different things they're also probably used to living on slightly less in terms of 80 furlough for the best part of two years and then we have brexit as well which has affected some sectors more than others so you take hospitality for example we've had a million workers leave that sector alone through through brexit and and all combined together it is at the minute still a candidate-led market Um, that'll probably flip particularly as we enter tricky times but it's still really important and i'd argue more important than ever to have a really strong employer brand or evp even in difficult times that you're surrounded by and attracting the best people
1: yes absolutely i think the piece when I was preparing for this one of the piece of research by Gartner was something like seventy percent of staff will stay if there's a, a really strong E V P um, which put my business owners out on for a second, is important to keep your staff because obviously you spend a lot of time, effort, resource, coaching, mentoring, training, all that mm-hmm. stuff. You you want to keep them. And when you're hiring member staff, you can use recruitment agencies fine, but there's a cost to that. So you want to yes. keep people it's, it's, it's simple <laughs> simply put. Yeah. Got Cosmo going nuts in the background there. Whee! What do you think, Cosmo? I think Cosmo's uh, all
0: over it. It's Yeah. Good.
1: yeah, yeah. So I think Cosmo's part of our EVP. I'll get that one in there. It <laughs> yes. is. Yes.
0: The,
1: the people that come to us, they enjoy the fact that we've got an office dog. So on a serious note, putting that into a serious thing, it's a, it's it's one of our EVP pieces is the fact that we've got an office dog. You can have a, a bit of a wrestle, as you, and those people listening won't be able to see. But Cosmo's currently playing on a tug toy at the moment and. The team like to actually engage with Cosmo and actually just have a little roll around with him. And it's it's it's, it's good for the mental health and well-being.
0: <laughs> it is. And it's it's very warm, actually. It's very warm and welcoming when you come and see you guys and Cosmo's there saying hello. So, yeah, <laughs> I completely agree.
1: Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> when you're with him 24-7, it can be a bit of a pest. But I love a pest. <laughs> Um, I completely digressed the conversation. I'm sure Molly will do some creative editing with that.
0: <laughs> yes, go Molly.
1: <laughs> go Molly. Sorry Molly. Sorry not Solly. Sorry. Um, so yeah. So EVP. So keeping staff and and the team and employees and all that good stuff is massively mm. important. Mm. I suppose. What what kind of? How could we start to build an EVP if we haven't got one? Because I know people kind of know that it's important to talk about mission and value and purpose. Yeah. You got any kind of thoughts around that
0: well yeah. So i think if you're starting to build it I'd, I'd look at what you've already got so a lot of companies have already got a lot of good stuff but do you shout about it enough do you talk about it enough on, on your socials and um, i think it's really important that whoever's setting the direction of travel for your evp you've got to be clear about the branding understand what you are as a company and what you're not so it's no use you know trying to promise people the earth in terms of money salaries and benefits if that's just not affordable you've got to focus on the unique set of benefits that people would get by working for you um and you know that can be anything it can be career development and um, flexible hours well-being meaningful work and, and a great company culture um but we we've got to talk about them and make sure that they happen in practice as well so i'd start by assessing what you currently offer and where you want to be as step one. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think it's it's important to any kind of, I suppose, any piece, marketing or otherwise, or in this case, EVP, it's knowing the good, the bad and the ugly, what's happened in the past, and you know, where, where you are, benchmark, draw a line in the sand and and figure out where well, this is a sign point, this yeah. is where we're going to go move, move from, and then that's where the vision and purpose, all that stuff comes in, and we're going to move towards.
0: Yeah, and that, a good way to add to that signposting is ask your current employees, you know, what What could we do to make you stay? Are you likely to leave? Uh, would you recommend this as a great place to work? Or what improvements would you like to see? Uh, even what what kind of support do you need from the company to help you achieve your personal and professional goals? The the resources there, so tap into it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. They, Yeah, your staff know the good and the, good and the bad. Uh, the stuff they say when you're not in the room as a business owner, it's, it's all that good stuff. Oh, my God, don't they, give us Friday afternoons off. Oh, oh this is it because we get to work flexibly for a, a day a week or whatever it is. Um, I think that's more pertinent for a smaller business because you become more of a family and you are in each other's pockets and you are... You know you don't often uh, speaking from experience, we we don't we can't compete with some of these massive companies with salary. You know we can't offer that, um but what we can offer is empowerment. we can offer knowledge experience working closely. We've got dog in the bloody office. we can we can make and change those rules to suit our staff and our team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably true for a lot of businesses I've spoken to over the years. I Mindy, mean, I've not had much experience in the blue chip sector. I mean is it just as important for those guys or how does it differ to the SME?
0: Yeah, I think, um, you know, you see more of it with the blue chip guys because they've got big teams, big budgets, and they're out there more and they're advertising more. But the principles are exactly the same. And, you know, the best example I can think of is, is I used to be, look after HR for uh, Johnson Johnson. I was based at the old j j site in Gargrave, actually. And um, one of the things that we did there was to, to sort of encourage morale and create a better EVP was were manufacturing bandages and wound dressings and you know people were a bit demoralized by that they thought that they just came to work every day to stand on a machine well they, they didn't it was much more important than that so we started showing our employees um you know videos of toddlers limbs that our products had saved the products that they were making on the shop floor every day and we're saving old people's legs from diabetic ulcers deteriorating and resulting in amputation. And we, we changed everything. We changed the sign around the place. You know, congratulations, you saved a life today. We made sure that was the last thing that they saw. It was really inspiring. And, you know, we did a lot of good stuff at JJ behind the scenes. When the, the Manchester Arena bomb happened, which was obviously a devastating, terrible event, we were actually one of the first on-site giving away free product to all the emergency services and the hospitals. And, you know whilst we couldn't save every life sadly i'm sure that contribution helped and we made sure our employees knew so that they could be proud of that and it's about being proud of where you work to the point where you'd recommend it as a great place to other people and you know we we had that as our main evp marker if you like our main engagement score would you recommend this as a place to work and over a steady two-year period with a lot of listening and a lot of work Mm -hmm. um our employees became our biggest ambassadors for the brand which is you know you're winning at life if you can get that and the engagement score went from something like 39 percent to nearly 80 percent and it was a concerted effort but you have you have to work at it and it has to be genuine and it has to be something your employees can relate to
1: absolutely and i think it's my my grandma used to say to me practice what you preach I and mean, action speak on words all that stuff i think it's too many businesses have got the they said they know the hire a, a pr person the right little statement and it's yeah it's stuck up on the wall and the values and the 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 stuff are printed and 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 they're visible but do they actually do it like you said there you Mm -hmm. turned up an event obviously a horrible event happened you went you turned up and you actually practiced what you preach and you actually helped and got involved um and i think smaller businesses there's some really really good ones i think they've got the opportunity to actually demonstrate what they should and could do
0: um Quite yeah I've got a few examples so we've got um, we've got a, a, a chain of uh, opticians across Yorkshire and they're really good local still family owned businesses Um, and their, their simple strap line is clinical excellence always and they have fewer employees now than they did have but the pay is better the rewards are better, the staff discounts are better, the benefits are better and you know they're opposite big chains in many of the towns that they're in uh, but people come to them for the experience mm-hmm. rather than you know the price we have another another client whose evP is work ha- work hard and be kind that is all
1: <laughs> I like and that. that is all yeah. excavation mark, everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I love it so very clear I think that's that's probably what I'm picking up from you there is it it's got to be clear and simple to understand and it's got to be because it's clear and simple to understand you can then take actions to back up the statement
0: yeah that's it clear unique to your business inspiring and if you want to attract and keep top talent it's got to be aligned with your employee values and your company expectations
1: absolutely if you're not if you're not doing that listening to this i think obviously you can come and chat to emma um she does a free audit and free uh, consultation um and obviously if you want to chat to me if you know me you can obviously i'll i'll on some ideas or I suppose, what we do um, as well. I suppose, spinning the question back to you, Emma, just to put you on the spot a little bit, what, what, what's your EVP? What do you guys do? How do you demonstrate that? Just want
0: you to... so, so, yeah, you know, to be fair, we've probably, um, it's still a work in progress, but our main thing is we want to become the go-to HR and recruitment advertising businesses in Yorkshire. Yeah. So that's kind of our mission, if you like. And the way that we're going to do that is to, focus on customer excellence so not just good customer services not not, not just delivering what our customers want mm. but but excellence and so that there's no reason for them to ever go and look anywhere else and hopefully with that comes a certain pride um and we, we, you know we're never going to be the biggest payers in the world because we're a small boutique hr business at the end of the day but we've got seven employees now across two businesses going four years and the the retention is is good all good 100 i think um so we you know we need to focus on still doing what we do but perhaps put a bit more structure around it if i'm if i'm really honest and i think the way that we're going to do that is we have sort of monthly team meetings where we make sure that we're all sort of focused on the same things and focus on track to deliver that customer excellence and we do things like, you know, today everybody can have the day off to watch the football if they want to. Absolutely. No big deal. Our mantra is, as, a, as an employer, is um, do the work when you want to do the work as long as it's done on time for the client to a high standard. Nice. So we, like can offer, we can offer things like flexible working. Um, I mean, truly flexible working. I honestly don't mind if my employees walk the dog, pick the kids up, do whatever. As long as the work gets done, I trust trust until they give me a reason not to. And actually, trust is a massive part of EVP. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I couldn't have said that better myself. I think if you, you've got to, the word empowerment gets thrown around a lot, but behind that is the trust. Um, yeah. Trust them, trust you, trust everyone. Everyone's kind of working together. I mean, I know some people who are completely remote working. Um, and obviously, the, with that, you've got to help show the say there's a lot of trust particularly if you've got access to client data and all that good stuff that could get you into some serious trouble if stuff goes wrong. Well, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. it people. could it could um but on the flip side of that I think it's really important to reward good behaviors against values as well mm-hmm. you know for your team so you've got that 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 example that you just give which which is awful and could happen let's face it could happen to any <laughs> of us but um on the flip side if you see somebody doing something really good have a champagne moment yes
1: you know and we on the positive we did that um because i'll I'll say this i I was um ill for a couple of weeks a couple of weeks ago just kind of come back to it now um but during that period you know that work still needed doing for clients stuff needed to happen Uh, molly and rachel in particular they really stepped up during that period they did my work they did their own work they worked a little bit extra that you know they stepped in and did the cracking job um so what i did and said to them, great, thank you very much, really appreciate it, but instead of just saying that and meaning it, it was like, right, you you guys, off you go, have a spa day. You know, yeah. So I went off and had a spa day, didn't, didn't cost a lot financially, fine, but what the gesture meant was they were valued for the, the extra work and help, yeah. they, well, I was <laughs> I had a chest infection, so I felt like shit, yeah. uh, so they did a cracking job, and I think those little things, it might not be, you know, here's a pay rise of a hundred grand, yay! Yeah. But, I think it's it's little things like that can go a long way
0: yeah, definitely it's not it's very rarely about money isn't it yeah. very rarely Yeah. people stay with you for other reasons and it's it's the way that they're treated the way that they're valued the way that their opinions are sought and listened to yeah. um it's all that stuff
1: absolutely so we, we kind of talked about EVP from a point of view of retaining staff keeping all of that talent we've worked so hard to get so i suppose flipping that to the other side how do we use an evp to actually get new staff you know we might be growing we might be expanding we might need to replace a team member any thoughts around how we might go about that
0: yeah and i think um you know you've you've hit it really that we've got attracting top talent as part of evp then we've got retaining top talent and then you know there's a way to optimize your recruitment costs that go into that so in terms of attracting top talent i think um employer branding is, is critical actually um, and if you've got a good well-developed tvp behind it the only question you need to ask yourself really is why would top talent come and work with us mm-hmm. and, and you know list list those reasons the, the recruitment markets changed dramatically as we've touched on and prospective employees are becoming more and more discerning in their job search so, you know, you mentioned the explosion of remote working, which means that candidates can find higher paid jobs um, whilst working from home. And it's made it a lot harder. But with a compelling EVP, it will help attract and re- attract those good people. Then you've got the retention part that, again, we've touched on. And like I said, in tricky economic times, especially once we've found good people, keeping them is key. If we lose talented employees. We're losing productive people. And that can hit your bottom line before you know it. And this is why the big boys, the Fortune 500 companies, make a massive effort to retain their top talent. And there's no reason why the SME world can't can't do the same. But that's about talking to your people, finding out whether they're a flight risk, why they would stay. What do they enjoy working? What do they enjoy about working there? And what could you do differently to keep them? And then, you know, obviously, there's optimizing your recruitment, your recruitment costs if you've got a compelling EVP you'll get more applications from candidates. It's that simple. You know, it doesn't have to be any anything more grand with that. So on, on the candid recruit side of the business, we'll make sure the EVP, the values, they're front and centre of any job advert that's placed. Mm-hmm. And you know, if they work with us in candidate HR, we'll help them design that compelling EVP and make sure it it permeates all your recruitment activity really. Job descriptions, job adverts, interview process, selection process, onboarding you
1: know all of it big job <laughs> that's why you need to come and, come and speak to ever it's a massive yeah. job but i think for me just putting my business on and back on out for a second the, the costs not to do it um i think i were more significant than actually invested in the evp initially Um mm-hmm. once that kind of communication is out there and you're actually putting in your marketing and you're you're going out and actually trying to recruit staff um I think that it's a good investment to make. And particularly when, I mean, just a, just a little bit of a plug on our part, we, we've been doing some social advertising campaigns for some big, really big blue chip companies where we've been taking, we've not worked on the EVP, that's a HR person job. We've worked with the, the, the EVP to actually communicate that using social advertising to attract talent. Mm-hmm. Um so for example, a national railway company, um, we've they've had they've had a big shortage of um cleaners and and people to come and actually sort and clean the trains. So we did a campaign to actually take their comms, take their branding, take their messaging, organizing it around keywords for Google Ads, for example. And then we ran that campaign over a I think it was 12, 12 to 16-week period to get that messaging out in front of those people who are looking for career change, looking for around redundancies, looking looking for jobs in that sector. Mm. Um, and we had some really great success with that. was a blowing a my trumpet a little bit there. But that was off, based off the back of the good foundational work being DVP. Because there were strong comms around that and there's a strong brand and there's a strong reason to come and work with this company, then made our job easier and our numbers skyrocketed oh great we did it. we did a good job technically and we did a good job marketing fine but if we hadn't had that good comms piece done initially we would have found it more difficult to get the results we did
0: yeah yeah nice one excellent and and it's so intertwined i think with the work that you do for your clients from an external facing point of view it all starts with internal buy-in to the brand evp and from like i said at the start really if you can get your employees to be your biggest ambassadors it makes your job a lot easier on on the external side of things i would think
1: absolutely so would you would you advocate if you've got a strong team culture to use things like linkedin to share your messaging um, yeah. you know instagram to share culture you know you might be doing a coffee morning or you might be doing a i don't know networking that seems popular and yeah yeah um any any kind of practical tips on specifics we could do to start to bring this line and just just thinking about those people who've never heard evp before oh my god what's the point how do i get going with this we talked about the audience kind of assessing where we're at any kind of top tips quick wins any thoughts how we could get something going
0: yeah well i think i think the social media thing is is the quick win really you know everything should be positive it should be all over the place and positive and slowly but surely you'll get a following for that. So look at this, you know, not just what have we done for our clients, what have we done for our employees or telling the employees or giving the employees a voice um, about what it's really like to work there. Now, from business owner to business owner and B2B, LinkedIn is the ideal sort of spot for that but we've actually got a few clients from instagram and we're not we're a service industry so it's not like we can put a ton of visual on there but they just liked our messaging about this stuff and and they contacted us and asked us asked us to help Mm -hmm. um so i would absolutely you know it's within our gift to use social media to promote everything that we do and i just want to underpin it by saying it's not about showing off and look at me it's Mm -hmm. about genuine real cases of why people came to work for you and why they stay, how you reward them, how you treat them, how you recognize them, how you give them those career progression opportunities if they want them. Um so just just maximize it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And on the social, but you got the you got the um the rise of TikTok and the opportunities there. I don't know, we have personally explored that, but it keeps it's a question we we keep getting asked, is is it a place we should be on it I'm just thinking of you know, attracting the next generation of workforce, future-proofing businesses, all that kind of angle. Is that something we need to be thinking about? Is it, you know, we're doing Instagram, no problem, but what about TikTok?
0: Well, I'm, I'm with you, so I'm not practicing what I'm preaching here, but I'm told that TikTok is the future and we need to get on there doing short short burst videos about thing but you're absolutely right you know the next generation coming through they they are much more discerning probably than than you and i were when we came out of uni or when we went into the workforce and they've got a ton of options as well there's so many different ways for them to enter the workforce the apprenticeships are really good these days and and so many different options for them so they my feeling is they will shop for jobs like you and i would shop for a pair of shoes they've got so much choice now and um although you know we talked about the candidate-led market and that might flip as as things become more difficult there will still be a discerning workforce and we need to be very mindful of that recruitment and engagement is a two-way street yeah. and it's not just about what we need from you now as an employer it's about what can we do for you yeah it's like
1: putting that pulling employer employee rather front and center because um, so I know from personal experience, people who've, who've built businesses, left businesses for whatever reason, pandemic or otherwise, who've gone back to the world of work. And one of the, the key things they've been looking at, like you said, hey, we're buying a pair of shoes, shopping for a holiday, looking to work with a business. We're doing our research. What they're using is things like Glassdoor to see, mm. you know, what is it actually really like once people have left? And yep. they've turned down jobs based off the feedback they've, they've, they've seen on Glassdoor.
0: They will, absolutely. And there's other things. You, you've mentioned Glassdoor, I've mentioned social media, but the, everyone should have a careers page on their website, even if you're a very small SME. This this is what you can expect working here.
1: Yes, absolutely. I like yours, by the way. I was looking at that this morning. Um, mm-hmm. As as you would expect, yeah, it's, it's good. Cause you can, it's kind of it's personable. And it who's in the team, what they're about, what makes them tick. And I suppose as a potential employee looking to come and work at that business, you you can get a sense of what it's like, you know, Cosmo the dog, he's on the Blooming website, we've got JJ the horse, the field sales, a little bit of play on words, so we've got a bit of fun creeping in from our, our perspective. So anybody yeah. that comes to us, you know, we've, I'm flipping around back, back to a, an employer's perspective, we're kind of self-filtering who we, what kind of stuff we want as we grow the business. Um,
0: yeah. so that's okay, that's okay, because it's your business, it's, and, you know, cultural fit and values alignment is it equally important as skills and experience in fact probably more you can teach skills and experience for yeah. that value and culture it's unique exactly
1: absolutely so i know we're kind of having a really good chat. to of time um have you got any kind of closing thoughts or tips or any anything we've not covered you'd like to just
0: No, I think just in summary, you know, I'm I'm a recent appreciator of just how powerful an EVP can be. And, you know, probably towards the last couple of years in my corporate experience and all the way through the SME world, it's an absolute game changer if, if and it doesn't have to be difficult and it doesn't have to be arduous it's just what are the unique set of benefits that people get by working with you as a company and if you can get it right it will make your recruitment your onboarding and your retention so much easier
1: absolutely and if you need any help with that obviously you can contact emma how emma how would i get in touch with you if i wanted to
0: the uh, best way is probably emma at or Emma at
1: perfect and i didn't mention so just a quick one on what's the difference between recruiting hr you've got two businesses what's this this
0: yeah so the the hr business really offers hr and employment law advice on, on every step of the employee cycle so recruitment onboarding compliance um line manager training help with difficult situations redundancies restructures the whole the whole sort of life cycle of the employee and the candid recruit is a a low-cost fixed fee recruitment advertising business which is an alternative to high agency fees
1: absolutely and uh, we're trying to compete with those recruitment agencies who like to charge 10 25 of salary commission which yeah, well that's a separate conversation for that one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you very much for your time, Emma, and um yeah, I'll no doubt see you soon.
0: Thank you, Chris. Thank you.